Fruity Packing, Ken Vitamin Ken, es donde quiere estar Afriken. Still at night, hang on night, all that's left is a vault. Not just tall to hug high like a palm. Hold a knob in blow again hard. Shaven him the that's right, folks. It's a Christmas edition of Peep Football. What are you saying to it, John? Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? That's plenty, John. Singing is no for everyone. We need to keep up the standards. This is my job. This is my livelihood. I've got kids to feed. And one thing that has got us all paid over the years has been the Daily Records hotline. So this Christmas, as a present to everyone, I decided to look back over the last six months of hotlines. And yes, it nearly destroyed me. My wife nearly divorced me for making Stephen from Ardentini style puns. It got bad. But let's begin in the beginning. Pre-season with Rangers. On a high following the lapping up of Bogwater in Seville. First up was Jamie from Maryhill. I'll be gutted to see Big Bassy go, but at that price, it's obviously a great move for the big fella, and obviously bit of business for us after paying peanuts for him. <laughs> Thank you, Brendan Rogers. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him going in a season or two for 40 or 50 million. No, who would be surprised? The Dutch. And if we can get them some game time, Alex Lowry, Charlie McCann, Adam Devine, Zach Lovelace... Famously the grandson of Linda Lovelace. And Rabbi Matondo could be the next ones to go for Mega Bucks. Rabbi Matondo and Mega Bucks. A Christmas miracle. Dr. Robert Pender, not even a real doctor, was equally optimistic. There are so many clubs trying to cherry pick Rangers' best players, and it is proof of the quality within the club. The fact we are replacing them with good players, plus young guns, shows a healthy future. Does that 5 million quid Turkish left-back count as a good player or a young gun? Or a young player, perhaps? The masturbating over selling players for the first time in their history continued with Gordon from Kilwinning. The recent transfer sales by Rangers show we are the dominant team in Scottish football. I often say that losing assets is a sign of strength. The Phoenix has risen and reinvested in the club. As Phoenixes are wont to do... By bringing in several new players, so well played by the club, so bring on the new season. May like Gordon from Kill Losing, am I right? <laughs> LOL. Celtic were the next club to make transfer moves and Jerry from Erskine was excited about Aaron Moy. If Aaron Moy does arrive at Celtic, then can we expect a bit of dynamism in the midfield? Let's hope he's not going to be a clone of Thomas Gravison. I wonder what made him go for the Gravison comparison. Mia Khalifa into both, you think? I do know what she is into. Flags. And there's only one man for that task, and that's Bud Hay, FBI. Here we go. Rangers fans bragging about what they're going to do this season after beating the 7th best team in England. 
Winning a friendly against West Ham is not much to shout about. And the same goes that empty barrels make the most sound. What if it's a bar of a gun? I believe that's check and mate. Celtic will not make the same mistakes again. And the flag is where it belongs, in paradise. If Bud was in charge at Celtic, the actual SPFL trophy would be in a cash converter's window as we speak. The optimistic Rangers fans were quick to turn their attention to Celtic now that their own club had won pre-season with such signings as Rabbi Matondo and John Suter. Alan from the internet. The honeymoon period is over for Postacoglu. He spent £18 million to have the same team as last season and is a one-trick pony. It's all very well wiping the floor with the SPFL cannon fodder on a weekly basis, but unless he comes up with a plan B, Celtic will continue to be a laughingstock in Europe. GVB is a far more accomplished operator, and with the quality he's added to his squad, I fully expect Rangers to win back the title and once again outperform Celtic in Europe. Didn't even outperform Victoria Pilsen. Where Pils comes from. A team that sounds like Mushroom in German. Beaten by Vicky Mushroom. Lower than Fungus. Daniel from Paisley was evidently high on Vicky Shrooms. It may be unsavoury to Celtic fans, but it appears that the rest of the European clubs consider Rangers to be the main Scottish team. How else can you see it when you consider this current transfer window? Celtic go in for a £4 million player and they get him. Rangers go in and suddenly it's, we're dealing with a major club here, let's bump it up another couple of million. Suppose that comes with the territory when you're successful in the big boys' playground. Or maybe we have a history of paying the players off, and you have a history of paying 5p on the pound. John Bruce, the staunchest of staunch hotliners, was up next. During this transfer window, Rangers have shown the benefits of reaching a European final and gaining respect and recognition with top players eager to join the club. Like Rabi Matondo, who couldn't get a game for second division Schalke. Rangers have now strengthened with quality all over the park. Rather than spending their budget on existing players, Geo's squad is looking very strong for the season ahead. Rangers spent their money on non-existent players. Gavin from Renfrew, or the Frew as I like to call it, was up next. Gio saying that Morelos' close to a new deal might be the best bit of news for Rangers fans this summer. He's at the peak of his powers. Peak of his BMI, more like. And it looks like he realises the club can match his ambitions of playing at the top level. Hopefully, we can see him tear up the Champions League like he's done the Europa League for years. Aye, let me know how that got on. Jake Curly Willley from Edinburgh was next. I may have added the Willley. Rangers single-handedly raised the Euro coefficient. Now Motherwell have brought it down with a painful slap in the kisser. I fear Celtic will further embarrass Scotland in the Champions League. So much so that Rangers could win the league and find they would still have to qualify for UEFA's top competition. Don't think you'll need to worry about that, mate. Now for a wee interlude which I call Portrait of a Hotliner as a Young Fan Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew from Fraserburgh. After many years of confusion and even supporting the other half of Glasgow and fleeting appearances at Pitodre, I've now found myself in my support for Glasgow Rangers. I was born a Rangers supporter. It just took me many years to realise it. If you were really born that way, you would have referred to yourself as a Ranger, singular. Even I know that. Born a Ranger, die a Ranger, persistently embarrass yourself, a Ranger. 
Later, in another call... I remember starting to follow the fortunes of Rangers back in the dark days of the Scottish Third Division. Wednesday night versus PSV has eclipsed all these bitter memories. What a fantastic achievement by the current side. By your current club, you mean? And then even later, Andrew called in when the Queen's stock being weekend at Bernays. Graham Souness is simply saying what most of us have said for years, that there's a toxic element amongst the Celtic support who are driven by hatred and bitterness. The anti-Queen stuff was vile, and I personally walked away from being a Celtic supporter due to that Irish Republican tosh. It's time that element was driven from football. How can you walk away from a club to join a club that don't do walking away? They wouldn't let you in. Jimmy from Glasgow is on the hotline to question where all Rangers' money had gone. John Bennett only spoke about Champions League money. But what happened to the estimated £50-plus million pounds Europa League finalist cash? I'm going to say what happened to it was, it was completely made up in the first place. And the player sales estimated at £50 million. Pounds. £16 million for Patterson. Aye, so it was. £22 million for Bassey. £10 million for Aribo. Undisclosed player sale monies estimated £2 million. Pounds. Monies. Monies attained for a ranger. That's an estimate of £100 million, which Bennett never mentioned, but that money somehow flew away up into the sky. Monies are like a bird. They will only fly away. They don't know where their soul is. They don't know where their home is. Pretty harsh on birds, to be honest, when you consider that they like, fly south the winter and then come back again. I mean, I think probably Nelly Furtado has underrated them a bit there. Rose from Aberdeen, for some inexplicable reason, wanted to talk about the Commonwealth Games. Maybe the reason being that she is from Aberdeen. I love watching these young men and women go at it for glory. I bet you do, Rose, you dirty old bollocks, I bet you do. Their dedication is incredible, and unlike highly paid and premium footballers, they seem to be so grounded and down to earth. Well done to you all. Even the ones who didn't get medals are winners for me. But not really winners in a way. Losers, in fact. Stephen from Dumbarton jumped the gun and shot himself in the arsehole. Dundee United gave Scottish football and the European scene some credibility back with a fine victory over AZ Altma. Jimmy from Edinburgh, despite Celtic not playing an actual match yet, had the knives out for an unlikely slash likely target. Let's hope Kennedy goes, but I don't think he will. He's got it too easy and was one of the many instigators of the ten-in-a-row mess. He's a constant hanger-on and now in his tenth job at the club. And he's done well with testimonial matches and dinners. Imagine being so hated for doing a job that no one really knows what the remit is and how successful you are at doing it. But hey, FBI, lightened us up. Well done, Rangers. You're not playing much, but I put 50 quid on at 13 for 5, so you won me £130. Bud, fully nude, draped in 130 quid's worth of flags. Staunch John Bruce was back after the AZ humping. After singing United's praises for being the only Scottish club to win a European tie in this calendar year, along with Rangers, the Arabs joined Celtic by equaling the Scottish record of the worst result in European competition. With an equally embarrassing 7-1 mauling against PSG also under their belts and coming from Pot 4 in their upcoming Champions League group, Things don't augur well for the men from Parkhead. Oh, mate, you'll need to go all that Neo in the Matrix dodging bullets at the unwelcome European records coming your way. A Stephen from Ardentonia into Lidnow. 
Super sub dykes fire Scotland to the top of the table with a double in the Nations League as they sink Ukraine at Hamden. Let's hope they avoid defeat to the Irish in Ukraine in the return game. Then it's time for Scotland to begin looking out their passports to the Euros 2024. Fuck, I nearly had a stroke from cringing there, man. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Oh, that was nice, John. Maybe try finding a key the next time. And never interrupt Earl Stephen again. His next call on another day. Scotland are entering a new beginning after their Ukraine result and Euro 24 qualifying looks a strong possibility under Steve Clark. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Everywhere you go. Take a look in the five and ten and glisten once again with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. I've just... I've, just got a voice of an angel, you know. It's it's a gift. Stephen again. Scotland's defence stood as solid as the Dumbarton Rock, and the front men gave us a crackle of a game against Ukraine. It's pronounced crackoff, you fucking idiot. John from Newton Mellons. Once again, the Scottish media are turning a blind eye to the cheating ways of Celtic. Although McGregor was rightly sent off for his disgraceful cheating in stopping the well player from scoring, he should be pilloried by all lovers of the game, but no doubt he won't be. It will be the usual clever foul, take one for the team rubbish. Let's not forget the embarrassing dive from Joe Hart that was totally ignored by the officials. Embarrassing. No, what's embarrassing? Not paying over 50 million quid in tax so that you could compete for trophies. Kenny had logistics on his mind. Celtic and Rangers fans unfurl all these huge banners at their games. But a simple question is, how do these people get them into the stadiums? Obviously, stewards etc. must be turning a blind eye to all this. Or are they hiding them in the stadium the night before? Aye, they're hiding them in the stadium the night before. They scale the north stand with some rope and a can-do attitude, you fucking hot dog. Tommy from Dumblain was a canary in the coal mine, the collapsing coal mine of Rangers' season. I'm a bear with a sore head. Imagine being a grown man and talking about yourself like that. I was fortunate to be at Ibrox on one of Rangers' greatest European nights, the Battle of Britain against Leeds in 1992, where Rangers were rightly looked upon as a real Champions League side. Practically won it. Rangers have no kudos left in Europe after this hammering by Liverpool. Yes, we'll be back in Europe next year, but every other side will want to get a head start by being drawn against Rangers. It's going to take a long time for Rangers to get over this humiliation. Don't speak too soon. There are more match days to come. Jamie from Edinburgh was back and this time James Forrest being described as a legend for scoring 100 goals was what irked him. 11 years, a first team player. Five of them were injured. 100 goals. That's nine a year. He's supposed to be a striker. He absolutely isn't. Consistent gobshite Robert from Palm Beach was next. He's a solutions man. A few failures shouldn't be at Ibrats next season, including Van Bronckhorst, as the side struggle to beat a poor mother role. Bring in Graham Sooners for the short term, then look at three possible replacements. Michael Beal at QPR, plus the possibility of bringing Gerrard back. Also Rogers at Leicester. He certainly has the title winning quality. We Brendy touring the FFP monitored clubs, never able to make a Lee Congerton signing again. Everyone's favourite victim of linguistic child abuse was next, Barrymore Barlow from Dumbartonshire. 
I think Ryan Kent has the spectre of that horror missing Seville gnawing away at him and therefore is scared to try anything from Boyne. He plays it safe and this won't change. I'm sure he wants to leave, but nobody wants him and certainly Rangers won't get even half their money back. It's a lose-lose situation. I do miss the days when he did try flamboyant things. Like all those goals and assists he made pre-Seville. Lawrence from the internet. With Kyle Lafferty getting a 10-game ban, do you think the SFA will punish the Irish ladies team in the same manner? No, the Scottish FA won't find another country's team, because that's mental. Robert Pender, DMD, has been huffing his own sleeping gas. If Van Bronckhorst is dismissed as Rangers boss, then what about Ronaldo as a player coach? He does not need the money, but needs a challenge in the next step in his career. It would be good for Rangers and Scottish football. Please, Lord, a match made in hell. Andy from Edinburgh. Rangers have been utterly hopeless in the Champions League and have deserved all the flat coming their way. It has had a knock-on effect on their domestic form, with a lack of confidence seeping through the entire squad. Having said this, they are still in with a shout of winning a treble in Scotland. One or two good results, a few players back from injury and it's game on domestically. It should also be noted that the team's Rangers dispatched to reach the Champions League are going great guns in the Europa League. Aye, shame is a great driver. We get beat by that. But before the final nail in Wee Geo's coffin was sealed, a win over a terrible Aberdeen side gave the Hordes a ray of light. George from West Sussex. Rangers were superb against Aberdeen and could have had ten. A break for the World Cup should see many of their injured players back and in contention for the league title in two caps. And Alan from Alawa. That's more like the Rangers we know. Aberdeen were lucky it wasn't six or more. Kolak was superb along with Sakala, Lundstrom and Tillman. We need to win our next three games before the World Cup to keep us on track and keep the momentum going. Despite knowing what happens, even I'm getting swept up in this hope. Drew from the internet wasn't so sure. Gio has to go. Along with Tavernier, Barisic and Arfield are slower than a brickies labourer with hard bricks in his shoulders. And Ryan Kent couldn't go round two dummies in John Collier's tailor shop. It's time they were hunted. Or should that be the board? That's what I like about Drew. Idioms that everyone can relate to. Dr Pender was back this time, his name in the hotline being Dr Robert S. Pender. Dr Spender. <laughs> Dr Robert Spender. Bob Spender. Bobby Spender. Revealed, he likes his sex workers. Man, I'm like Jessica Fletcher, R.I.P. Something is drastically wrong at Rangers. Players have been signed with long history of injuries and now ten missing. The standard of player is the lowest ever and they need to start from scratch. New investment, change of board and ownership. Until this is addressed, no manager can be successful. Geo, walk away before your reputation is tarnished. Failing in China and Scotland, his reputation is lower off the ground than his Adam's apple. Gary from Newton Hill also wanted change and the pre-season optimism had vanished like the value of a Rangers share. Rangers born us at now. Make a statement to tell the fans what is going on. We need to know who wants out. The fans will not accept this lukewarm garbage for long. Weird that they don't accept lukewarm garbage, but are fine with lukewarm toilet water. Eddie from Ballingre. The Rangers support on here needs to get a grip. It's not GVB they should be hitting on. Hitting on? Swiping right on Jimmy Bell? R.I.P. It's the board and the recruitment department. 
whole recruitment department getting an unsolicited dick pic? GVB took them to a European final last year, and that was the time to build. Instead, they brought in a raft of underachievers. Recruitment via homemade wooden sailing vessel is never a good idea. The question is, how tightly are Ross Wilson's hands tied behind his back? Some cunt has phoned up the hotline while having the full blonde horn. Stephen from Dumbarton. Van Brokosh mirrored the body language of Pedro Cachina on the touchline at Perth on Sunday. I mean, there are only so many ways you can stand on a touchline, unless you're Graham Murray. Ian from Johnson. I think that's part of the problem with Rangers just now, is the lack of a core of Scottish or Northern Irish players. Players who really understand what it means to play for Rangers, as they've supported the club all their life. Huh. I wonder what it is about Scottish and Northern Irish players. Maybe it means like players from Coatbridge and Derry. As GVB left and the attention turned to the World Cup, Tim from the internet emailed in about Jason Cummings. It's unbelievable to think that Steve Clark's Scotland squad, and even Tom the Magician Rogic, are to miss out on the forthcoming World Cup, whereas Jason Cummings will take part. However, are the world's armchair spectators really ready for his sinister Joker tattoo goal celebration to be beamed into their living rooms at night time? Fair dinkum, though, to the cum dog for successfully reincarnating himself as the cum dingo after emigrating down under. That was the sound of me punching myself in the face. Bobby Spender continued to get high in his own supply as speculation of the new Rangers manager stepped up. Don't be surprised to see a player manager coming to make the same impact as Sunis at Ibrooks. Watch this space. McBeal on the wing. McBeal, McBeal on the wing. Davis from Trun, who I am convinced is a Rangers fan masquerading as a Celtic fan in the hotline, called in to break Celtic over a recent performance. It seems any time Celtic are asked to step up a level, they're incapable of doing so. So Real Madrid away, perhaps? Once again, they turned in a woeful performance against Sydney. We haven't improved a jot from last season. Ange needs to find a spark from somewhere, because we're rapidly going back the way. Right, this is too much, gal. I can't. Two more. Bobby from Skilmorley. I have a very stark warning for Celtic. With the expectation of yet another Japanese player, defender Kobayashi, arriving in January, what happens if Ange Postacoglu is tempted away or if results deteriorate and Rangers have a resurgence brings pressure for a change? Will these players, who've arrived because of him, be happy to stay? Will the incoming manager want them? This could be a real headache for the club in the future. Why can't the club look at young Scottish players to develop and bring on for the longer term? Angie's not a mother goose whose young geese follow him about wherever he goes for fuck's sake. And what happens if the head of youth development leaves to become a janitor somewhere? Does Calmac invest in sawdust? Finally, Carl from Paisley. So new signing Alistair Johnson would go to war for Cal McGregor. Having served two tours myself, I wish footballers would choose their words more carefully. It is an insult to those who braved the theatre of conflict. Oh, fuck off. There's another insult for you, prick. Any final words on this most festive of peak footballs, John? God bless us, everyone. Unless you're a... Football game, can we tell me again? There's a new pair of stuff again.